Uh, so um, I'll do a little intro. I'll explain the episode. Um, and then, yeah, we'll just kind of get in. We'll just chat for a little bit. And then we'll just uh, have a great time. Love the story. Maybe we'll play some games. What kind of games are you wanting to be playing? <laughs> See? That was pervy. Mm. Always just a little pervy. Just a little. Just a touch. That's all it needs. And now we start. Settle in as we begin to tell you about some friends. Folks you know in Chicago and some you've never met. We'll talk about the things they say and do. There's a question posed to old and new. Who the fuck are you? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Kevin Alvis, and welcome back to another episode of Who the Fuck Are You? That's right, it's me. I'm back again. Thanks for joining us. Guess what? It's another offshoot episode. We started off with having interviews, right? And then we found out booking guests was tough. So we came up with a segment that was called Getting to Know Your Host. And it was myself and my beautiful wife, Kim Bowler. Uh, and we'd sit down and get to know each other. But uh, this happened. So I wasn't able to get a guest. And then my wife also wasn't available. I know, right? But I thought it would be a good time to have a new segment called Catching Up With. So I'll call my friends, uh, Corey and Sarah, so we could catch up with Corey and Sarah. Hey, Corey and Sarah. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hi, everyone remember Corbett Pasco and Sarah Savini? As well, you should. They were uh, in some of my earlier episodes, and they're two of my best friends, and they're fucking amazing. And um, we're catching up with them because they've been busy. Because if you might remember from their episodes, they talked about both having a new web series coming out called Corey and Sarah are Famous, and it's all about them two becoming famous and having a great time. <laughs> but we can't talk about it because it's not ready yet. So just all that's all we have to do. Finally, we were able to get this premiered, and now we can talk about it. So let's talk about Corey and Sarah Famous. Hi there, both of you on this Friday night with cocktails. Let's talk about your show and um, how amazing it has turned out. Congratulations. Thank you. Hi, thank you so very much. That was a What an intro. I just want to say that was a hell of an intro for an intro that started off with, I couldn't get anybody else, and my <laughs> wife said no. So and then, no. and then this happened, and I can't believe that. Right. And then this happened. That's not how it went. It was like I couldn't know. I couldn't no, exactly get anybody booked. My wife was booked, and I was like, I need a new segment. So mm. this segment happened. Right, and then with two of my best friends yeah. that were available at the last minute who wanted to come talk. What if to you me? could sell it without they were available at the last minute because they have nothing else going on? What if you could sell us that way, Kevin? No, I sell it like this. They decided to come on with what little free time they have and spend it with me to save my no. ass because that's Aww, what kind of people they are. In. That's what that's about. A friend asks for help, you help them. You help them. That's right. I, and listen, pack. I would, not, I mean, honestly, I would, there's not a lot of, that I would rather do than hang out with the two of you right? and spend some time. I mean, this is like the best, it's a good date. Sounds like the a woman who's been drinking since 2 p.m. Nope. No, no, we actually like you, even sober. Oh, yeah, oh, great. Yeah. great. I am, great, yeah, great. actually sober. Like, I like your face. <laughs> Wait, you mean you like his face sober? Never mind. It's, uh, um, because <laughs> you said, like, I like your face. And it kind of sounded like, you know, like, I like my men. It was like one of those. I like, I like your face. Like, I like my men. Yes. I mean, exactly. That's <laughs> definitely. Just around building things and maybe perhaps running to the grocery store. In addition. Yes. In addition to just being a face. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. 
That very is busy. not the way I would finish that joke. And yours was more family friendly. So that's good. Well, this is a very family friendly show. This I've is heard. a family, family podcast. We have a lot of families on, a lot of kids listen to this. Lots of kids. You listen. do have a kid who listens. You have a kid who made you fan art. Oh, that's right. Chuck's uh, Hi, son, Eugene. Eugene. Hi, Eugene. Hi, Eugene. We won't, we won't swear a lot. Just a little. I'm not making that promise. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> only, only Sarah made that promise that's to right. you, Eugene. Corey, Sarah, let's remind everyone about mm-hmm. the origin of your website, Cor- of your web series, Corey and Sarah Famous. I, I know this always is the way the Chicago way, it seems like, as it turns <laughs> out, is where were you both sitting and drinking when you were like, <laughs> we should fucking do this? It started as a um, one night in the car, Corbett decided to record us driving mm-hmm. um, and started asking me questions as I was driving. And in that, I asked her what she was doing this for. And she said to be famous. I mean, she clearly said it in the first get in the car video. So from the beginning, we have not faltered away from that no. direct line to fame. Everyone's like, what are you trying to do with this web series? And we're like, it's in the title, it's man. Title. It's re- the, hey, the, it cannot be clear, even though we do not discuss it in the web series at all. No, uh, no. And to, to, well, don't. we don't. That's a little bit, you know. It's a little on the nose, right? It's like, a, yeah. And, and <laughs> we did that in a previous pilot of Corey and Sarah Famous in 2016. Um, 17? Yes. Somewhere in there? 17. 17. 2017. Yep. And that was about me leaving my day job to be a full-time actor like Sarah and then finding out that, you know, you don't have a job. <laughs> There's no job to leave for, even though I knew that. But yeah. And then we're like, that's not what we want to do. And it was also way too linear. We didn't want to stay yeah. within this linear framework of having each story have to make sense in some sort of timeline. Mm-hmm. We wanted these two people to have these other people that they see and just experience kind of highlight reels of their friendship as they go through their life, <laughs> which ultimately makes them famous. <laughs> because we are this collection of stories, right? That's who we all are. And yeah. and I told Sarah in the car that day that like I'm filming because uh, everyone thinks it's weird or fascinating when she and I are together and we speak. Mm-hmm. And they're it, like, it's it's a, it's it's a treat and uh, <laughs> terrifying at the same time. Right, that's that's what we get a lot. I was like, I yeah. want to see what they're talking about. Also for fame, and then when we realized we didn't want it linear, Sarah said, you know, we have the episodes of Corey and Sarah famous already. They're all getting the car because that's where we told our stories, mm-hmm. and that's where things happened. We'd come to the car to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and so every single and that was just such a revelation for both of us because then we could really just dive in and. Um, kind of stay within the framework of reality because <laughs> <laughs> all of these things almost always happened. We were called lesbian witches. Yes. Like we were called that by someone <laughs> in a bar. And that was glorious for both of us. I mean, even in the moment, there was a look like that's staying somewhere in some place <laughs> for later. Oh, yeah. Jot that, jot that down in our notes, please. Sarah just says, Corey, remember that. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done. (laughs) And it just happens. And so those things then become framework for where we can bring people back and have this kind of entire world of this community, you know? 
And I do love the fact that you've made this web series kind of this this menagerie of these stories that you two have experienced throughout your friendship and in Chicago. Because a lot of things that are yeah I hear are it seems it's, it's like very Chicago type of things that happen. First off, because it's very <laughs> you, you you all are very Chicago in who you are and, and the things that happen around you and the places you all go. So it just seems like something like that. Some some weird shit's gonna go down wherever y'all happen. My God, it's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, though. Like, yes, it's absolutely very Chicago. Both Corey and I, uh, you know, we've spent, she spent most of her life living in Chicago, and I've spent um, most of my adult life. But we also are kind of like the Golden Girls in Miami. So you have these, you have this friendship of these two, you know, 20s. I mean, we've been friends for 105 years. So, like, you, we've grown up together, um, had children, you know, this whole kind of, like, um, transformation of our lives as, as we've aged. But yet, so that's that kind of, like, golden girls going out to, you know, knowing each other's what we're going to order at a restaurant. Oh and yet it's very <laughs> urban because we're both very city individuals. Right. So I like the combination. It's our own version of old New York Jews. Uh, you know, it's it, like they know the city. There's here's where I like to go for lunch because they don't put too much lemon in my water. Right, and it's right. really common in New York. And you don't see quite as many in Chicago that are still in the city proper, even though yes. both of us are about to not be. But, you know, um, it, it's that. Yeah, we've kind of crafted our own little. This is our version. This is how this looks. And yet you put those two people in a rave. <laughs> or, I mean, that's, that's kind of thing. what I mean. Yeah, like, you plug them we into are... <laughs> wherever, but it's always a fucking. It's always the same pair. But you plug them into these new stories, and that's yeah. one thing I love about comedy too. Remember, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Where Corey gets into the mix of whatever is happening at the event, where she is just like basically in the center of the tornado, and I'm sitting in the corner holding all of the coats, and that is the normalcy <laughs> of our relationship. And it's two a.m. on a Saturday, right? right. And and I was, and, you know, and we're just there and that's it, you know, and this continually happens. So why not celebrate that? Right. Oh God. And it's such a wonderful celebration. And I, I love the fact too, that something you've always said, the two of you is that a lot of the main focus on what you work on is building these worlds for not only you, but for your people and your friends and your, your, you know, your, the other artists around you in Chicago. And you have stacked this deck, uh, cast wise with, I mean, just so many amazing fucking Chicago performers. When you were writing and, and working out your episodes, uh, were you keeping people in mind? Were you writing for certain people? Or was it a situation where after you laid out the, the, the stories and laid it all out, you're like, oh, fuck, so-and-so can play that. Oh, so-and-so, that's actually kind of them. I didn't realize. Uh, both, I mean, there are some people that this had to be this person. Like, this mm -hmm. is their voice. Um, we did have a couple where it was like, okay, that person is not available. So now, and we've had this happen with plays we've written too, where like, it's this person's voice and that's what's going to get it written. Okay, so now that it's cast and it's not that person, what do we need to adjust? Because we really wanted to craft these stories with our people and our friends and this amazing cast of characters that Chicago is, but make sure it's, it molds around them. And how do we mm -hmm. make that happen? You know. Yeah, and really let them take ownership of those characters. They were they were not specific people 
outside of them. We wanted mm-hmm. them to, they're not playing so-and-so, you know, they're right, playing right. their version of that character. And if it's an extension of who they are and they're just playing themselves, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like we were very much about create who you want to bring into this world. And as long as there's, you know, the rhythm and there's familiarity and we're in this kind of natural realism of, of awesome, <laughs> then everything was going to work out. And it just did. And it was really lovely watching what people brought to those characters when we had no idea, because we didn't have any rehearsal. Right. Everything was just... <laughs> Everything was on this, like, oh, you showed up? You know your great. lines? Fuck it. That's great. That's great. Try it one more time, but be louder. It took it took Sarah, like, it took all of us until Sarah was like, uh, we didn't we didn't have shoot scripts for people. And Sarah was like, uh, guess what? Guess what, everybody? And I'm like, huh? Oh, right, that's us. Oh, cool, cool, oh, cool, Oh, that's cool. a thing, yeah. Like, where are the showrunners on this freaking oh, show? Oh, it's yeah. us. Oh, we I are also, the showrunners. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. my script. Does anyone want to borrow it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go make copies. Um, Wait, we're in a bar at 5 a.m. I can't. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Kinko's around. They still have those, right? Oh, my God. And that was Wendy, Wendy Mateo. She was just like, give me the script. Everything is fine. I will take care of it. She's amazing to work with. Amazing to work with. She's an amazing human being. Yes. Um, let's now talk about, well, we've been fucking dancing around them. You fucking launched your first three episodes out of the, what, what was there, six for the whole season, right? Out of our the, vaginas. Yes. They came right out Just, of our vaginas. Ow. We birthed uh, the three. Boom. And then boom. we'll have the second three, which is more of the afterbirth. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're kind of like a kangaroo. We first have, and then uh-huh. they come into the, and then we put them in our pouch, and then the next three come out, and it's a Joey. I, right. I think we can go ahead and say that this is the first podcast ever, and you're the first person ever to equate a web series mm-hmm. with the birth of a baby kangaroo. Yes. Uh, so you're welcome. Mark that down. <laughs> mark that down. Holy shit! I'm gonna put a little banner on the on the logo for the show. Yeah. First in kangaroos. That's right. First Save as, the world. everybody. Save, Save as. as. Save as. <laughs> so let's talk about your first three episodes are at the gate. So um, did you sit down and just really meticulously decide what came out first, where you needed to go, or was it? did it kind of all so fall into place once you filmed it all and looked at them? You're like, oh, fuck, this should be first, this should be second. Or did you toil? So was it like putting together a fucking puzzle? Yes. Yes. Great. All, all of awesome. That. Next we, question. Yep. <laughs> What's funny is we, we actually wound up coming back to about almost the original order that we thought it was going to be. Yeah. We by yeah. by the time it was all said and done, it it's closer to. Yeah. Well, um, let's get the breakdown. So we got the first episode out the gate is called Dominant Boob. Yeah. Which, as yeah. far as a title goes, is just my favorite because of you know boobs. Well, it was interesting because we knew that we wanted to have guest directors Mm -hmm. and we also knew that we wanted um, that Kyle was going to be directing multiple episodes. And so he really, interestingly enough, gave himself the not the smaller episodes, but the more intimate episodes, Mm -hmm. I would Mm say, and gave the the larger, more, you know, um, carnival esque type episodes to our. Yeah. And I think that that was so he could help them and be kind of their assistant. It's really smart. um, Yeah. yeah. In those days. And so that kind of helped dictate who was going to do those episodes. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And we did think that Dominant Boob was going to be the pilot and he wanted to make sure that he had his hand on that. But it was so funny Mm because we're like, Mm yeah, I want to have my hand on it. But I mean, to hand that to Kyle, like, okay. But I mean, he did. It's one of our favorite episodes. It's one of our favorite episodes. It's a episode. hilarious episode. So it's a hilarious episode. It, that is because, and I'm happy that it's the pilot, because that is based on the very first episode of Get in the Car. When I started filming Sarah and I in the car, 
And during the filming, the the underwire came out of her bra. And she's like, Based on look. actual events. Based on actual events, people. And like, you can find it on our YouTube channel. And she's like, look at this. So we mm-hmm. recreated almost like, not quite verbatim, but real close to that whole thing. It is real close. It, yep. And um, yeah, just. And we also had the conversation about bed and breakfasts in a yes. different yes, um, get in the car. We were talking about that. And it, so we, we kind of combined two different stories uh, to kind of create the, the initial. And then Corey found bras galore. No, Kyle drove past and was like, listen, I found this store. Oh, I just I drove past a place. Kyle. I know. And I was like. I'm calling them. I'm, I'm going to email them right now. And in the most Chicago way possible, we got all of our locations free. Like we're doing a SAG yeah. production. And we're like, okay, locations. I got this. It's Chicago. I'm going to go talk to people. Got some handshakes to do. Be right got, back. We did. I mean. And what was great about Bras Galore is I've passed that store. It's right on down. If you live in Chicago, it's on Lincoln. Um, and in my I, I, where I used to go get my glasses was right down from there. I walked mm-hmm. past them all the time, except that you can't see the sign if you're walking down the sidewalk because it's over you. Mm-hmm. And so when we pulled up and I was like, oh. That is bras galore. The name is bras galore. I thought you were yep. fucking with me. No, but no. it's not. And it is galore. It the, is. And there are bras galore. Galore. I mean, and bathing suits. If yep. you need something to cover your chest, it's there. It's there. And and I don't even call them cover because they accentuate. They really oh, do. It yeah. is all about the accentuation and the celebration of your boobies. Or oh, the it comfort is, of your boobies, um, I'm sure. All right. of it. Yeah, yeah. While they are comfortable. Everything yeah. from titillating to a hammock or both. And also, Correct. while we're talking about boobies, I want to segue for one second because it's... Uh, <laughs> what yeah. a segue. Right? Since we're talking about boobs. Well, I want to talk about the boob drawing because a factor that we decided to enter into all of Corey and Sarah Famous, aside from our stories and our people, is this absurdity mm-hmm. um one of being drawn by another previous guest of yours ginger seahafer so ginger started watching get in the car and started drawing mm-hmm. sarah and i um and we hadn't even met her in person yet she was a friend of my best friend from childhood and yeah. uh she loved fam. it fam and she's an incredible human and ridiculously talented and hilarious and we're like you have to we have to have your drawings in the show um, what, yeah, because once we decided that we were just going to be recreating these these car videos, mm-hmm. then the world just kind of became an explosion of whatever happens can possibly happen. So, of course, we could have cartoons. Right. And then we decided uh, to for these drawings, people need to present them and those will be our professors. And that's Wendy Mateo and Lorena Diaz. I mean, and that was such a get like, I mean, oh. that was a gift that just kept on giving. We the the we have wanted to work with them for a very very long time and we've we've talked about it as a foursome a bunch of times through the years mm-hmm. and this was just the perfect opportunity to showcase and highlight how funny they are it was one of those perfect storms for Corey and I and Kyle we all just kind of looked at and everybody that was involved in it not just the three of us mm-hmm. but we all just said we're just going to ask and and it's a yes everything is just yes first and when you put that out into the universe it sometimes works yeah, and it absolutely. comes back tenfold and this felt like that all of the locations being available having everybody just really really supportively wanting to be a part of it was just a really amazing feeling and one of those locations was bras galore and you can't beat that you can't. Yeah. And then you just Or talk Christina about Hall. Yeah. Oh, my well, gosh. Christina amazing. Hall. But I mean, right. you know, it's, we're just saying everyone has one boob that's bigger than the other. Yeah. Which I didn't know about until she told me that. Oh, really? So, like, that also... No, yeah. <laughs> God, I, know I that. even knew that. 
I didn't know. My No, I got the book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And my mom said, here, <laughs> this is what you need. So like I, when I got my That's period uh, for the first time, I just kind of opened the door to the bathroom and I was like, Mom, it happened. She's like, okay. That's it. I didn't tell my mom. I told my sister. My mom didn't wow. tell me about dominant boob. Come on. Well, no. she took no. She just gave me the Judy Bloom book, and she said, "Here, read yeah. this." Okay. And that was it. And that's- yeah, and that's how I learned everything. So I didn't know anything about a dominant boob. Uh, so your first episode is dominant boob. Then we move to your second episode, which is you like the introduction of big cast. Like this is the for as far as like the first three episodes, like this has got a, a chunk of people in it, including one very, very handsome, dulcet toned <laughs> podcast host. But uh, this one's called Everyone's Got Everybody's Got a Thing. And I like this episode is because it's true. Like the, you come from the standpoint of everybody's got this thing that bothers them. They always have this. Somebody's got this one thing that they don't like. Uh, mine's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I don't know why. I just want to see that guy get hit by a big bus. I don't know what why. What are that you guy, talking he's about? Just, he's, he's too nice and he's too perfect and I don't like him. Wow. That wow. is so specific and personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why there's nothing about him that I should dislike. Nothing. Mm. He's talented. He's charming. He is charming. He's everything I want to be. (laughs) I think we figured it out, you guys. Anyway. Oh, okay. uh, But I love this because we dive into what y'all's things are. And your things are always so funny. What's funny is that even though you have a couple of things that you talk about in the episode, neither of those are really your thing. I mean, a little bit. Train is little, but the, train. yes, but yes, but then you have other things that are more your thing. Well, sure, but you. But didn't... that was just a funny one. Well, yeah, that, that was that the best. Funny. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like everybody has, everybody has multiple things. You know. Yes. Because it's not just Joseph Gordon-Levitt that sets me off. Multiple things. And do. that's I would write an episode about you having a thing about Joseph Gordon-Levitt more than you would like. I don't like styrofoam squeaking. I don't know if that's your exactly. Thing, but... And that's the point. Yeah. The point was is that we found the things that are the most ridiculous of the things that are our our thing. Rather than the one that would be like zombies. Of course, zombies would <laughs> yeah, be a thing. But the fact that I, <laughs> that if somebody, when they're karaoke does false vibrato, makes me leave a bar. She did, though. Like, that's, it's happened. and I've done it. That's, again, it's based on a story. She did do it. It was actually, an op- it wasn't even uh, karaoke. This guy was booked at this place, and it was a, at a bar across from where I was performing. And she came to see my show, and then we went to okay. Irish Eyes across the street because that's the only thing that was open. And this guy was singing, and, and she was like, no, no. And, she, and he was an old man, too. And she was like, absolutely not. And she walked outside. No. I'm like, wait, what? Where, where have you? What? And I had to run outside I, after her. And we were friends, but like we weren't like writing together no. yet. There was, we, she had no idea what was going on with me. I just, you just left. Rolled out. And that, well, you said it. I You're like, to. oh, my God, his false yeah. I'm like, haha. And then when you yeah. left, I'm like, I did not put together that that was why. <laughs> of course not. Like, why would you? What reasonable person? Then I realized neither of us are reasonable people, and that all worked out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you've got your first two episodes, Dominant Boob. You've got your, your second everybody's episode, Everybody's Got a Thing. And now you're rolling to your third episode, since you've got a lot to say about Share, <laughs> which is, I, I actually, right before this, I watched that episode a few times because I was working on something that you'll see in a minute. And um, I love that episode because it's just a confused conversation. (laughs) There's the majority of that conversation is just people going, did you say this? No, I said this, but I heard this, but that also means this. And I'm going to say something random off on the side. It's true. And I 
I love because you you two are like queens of banter, and I love good banter, and I love confusing banter when everyone's always kind of getting the wrong impression. Uh, it's why I love the frog protection, fraud protection commercial so much because it's so close and it's banter and it's back and forth and it's so dumb and it's so close. You know, did you say this? No, I said this, and it'd be like totally different. Corey and I had banter, but like Taylor <laughs> and Molly brought like, the game. We could not be happy. I mean, it, we we got a dream. We got a dream cast. Again, we said that before. Stacked, but to right? have stacked. Yeah, stacked. And to have uh, both of them in multiple episodes, mm-hmm. we were just very, very lucky. Um, and they're just as fast as we are. And oh, yeah. it was just delightful to be in that space of just going, I mean, there was a lot of giggling. We had to stop a couple of times. Oh, my God. And that was a very early morning, I remember. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the giggling was like, all right, y'all, it's been an early morning. <laughs> Can and you I'm wrap not, this up, please? I'm, I'm on I the think corner. I was actually drinking a Bloody Mary because Melanie was like, well, you got, she made us all actual drinks, remember? Well, you especially, she was mad at you because you weren't drinking. So that's why the outtake is you like, I'm a super drunk. Here we, Here we go. Because she was like, drink this, you asshole. Oh, right. that makes more sense now. Yeah, she was right. she was mad that we weren't drinking. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, that, I was like, I'm, we're, we're filming. I love that day, too, because <laughs> that bar, oh, what was the name of the bar? What was Kay's Dugout. Kay's Dugout. Yeah, Kay's Dugout. And I love that. I love the fact is that in that episode, you mentioned that you're, you as characters have followed the bartender, played by Molly, to that mm-hmm. bar because they moved over there for a different job mm-hmm. you know yes and, and and taylor says who follows the bartender like, everybody but i love the fact that that's what you did sarah was actually follow the real life bartender to the bar where y'all shot that yep. and it was the one that made you the drink that morning before they got started and again mm-hmm. it just is pulled from that real life thing we got to go to the real life bar and got to meet the real life bartender which is only right. you know that kind of mm-hmm. deal but it just goes to show, I love that Chicago comes together. It's like, oh, did you need to come do this? Yes, I have a place we can go. It's she's, it's it's the bar that I talk about in this fucking show, you know? And it's open at 9 a.m. It's a third shifter. It's a third shift bar. And it's also a very much, it's very much, um, I, I mean, I, I think it's also very Boston too, but like, I, it's a very much of a Chicago right thing. Nope, of, it's only Chicago. This is a Chicago <laughs> podcast. We don't talk about Boston. Uh, got, but it is a very Chicago thing, no. especially in theater bars, to kind of know your bartenders. Mm-hmm. And if yes. that place turns into a sports bar, which a lot of them did, then the bartender would go to find another dive bar. And as soon as they would get there, then they would let you know where they were bartending. And we have a few friends that are bartenders that we would just be like, well, all right, let's go to this new bar. And that's how we would find the bar. And that's when, and then we'd all just become pa- patrons of that bar. And I, Callie is at Montrose Saloon for the same reason. I love that. I love that she's there. And you know, yeah. I mean, we also being industry, you probably worked in a bar. So mm-hmm. your friends, yeah. you had to know where they were working so right. you could go get yeah. cheaper drinks. <laughs> and then you find your dive bar. Oh my God. How, how long did we spend at the LNL? Wow. Oh my um, God. I lived right there. Mm-hmm. I was next door. So you have your theater dive bar and it's the adult version <laughs> that still goes out of uh, finding your friend who works at the club so you can get in. Gross. Yes. It's the way lazier old person version. <laughs> it is gross, but it's not gross because we're just old. <laughs> no, I always gross. I always thought clubs were gross. I'm not a club person. If I can't hear you talking to me, I don't want to go to that bar. Fair. I do like to go dancing sometimes, but then I want to leave and go to a place where we can just sit down. Eat tacos. Go- yeah, yeah, sit down yeah. and eat tacos. <laughs> and eat tacos. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And go That's get it. some waffles. Um, Maybe get some waffles. 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 Uh, yeah, those first three episodes are, they're fucking so much fun. I, again, I rewatched them just a little bit ago, and I think they're, uh, you guys have won, what did you, what was there, like four, five laurels uh, from different, uh, 
somewhere in film there. festivals that you it's guys have won it's just been good. and you and you won those before you even uh, Released premiered it. your your episode. You were like, "Here's one," and they were like, "This is fucking great." Um, yeah. So <laughs> you got these first three out. When are we looking for a second season premiere? I we're mean, second looking, half of first season. Uh, we are looking early to mid-April. We have a, a range of dates, but since we just sent some notes to our editor, I'm not going to commit April? to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Wait, like a couple hold weeks. On, hold on a second. Hold yeah. on a second. Like in a week or two. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Two weeks. Are you saying that you've never told anyone this before? We have not. So has have you have you never spoken to anyone else about this yet? No. no. Then I <laughs> think this might be a... Exclusive! <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Uh, I didn't know you had that. Oh, I, this little $5 soundboard I bought from Walgreens, it's gone yeah. a long way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so, great April premiere for the second half of the first season. That's amazing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Where yes. do people go for, for finding all of this? They, they can go to our uh, YouTube channel, Corey and Sarah, uh, mm-hmm. C-O-R-R-I and S-A-R-A. Or they can go to, once they've learned how to master the spelling of our names, they can yep. go to CoreyandSarahAreFamous.com. Which is our website, mm-hmm. which is awesome. They can watch the first three episodes yeah. there right now. And then what you do is you go there and you watch those episodes and you realize, holy fucking shit, I love Corey and Sarah and I want them to become yeah. famous. And you're like, how can I help? And then you're like, oh, fucking shit, look, they've got a Patreon. Click, <gasps> and do. then you kick on over their Patreon and you're like, I'm going to give them $25 click and then you get a whole click. bunch of fun stuff but you guys have a patreon we do. Uh, where we do. Um, people who can uh, want to join they can give however much they want in different levels and you have all sorts of treats such as merch and special yep. episodes and we haven't even got to talk about uh, uh cocktails with kyle talk about uh, all the things they can get with their patreon we have these series uh like the signature cocktail that kyle does uh where he has a guest and they have a cocktail and he they're going to teach him and thereby us how to make it in Great. 20-ish minutes. It's fucking delightful. Delightful. Um, and then we have... <laughs> uh, so, Tuesday? Is it Tuesday? Is that happening Tuesday? Tuesday, yes. Okay, are you ready? Do you have your sound thing? Oh, great. Your sound it, thing? Oh, wait, are we this doing is... another one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> so, on Tuesday, uh, we will be launching uh, our first TikTok channel. Exclusive! <laughs> A Corey and Sarah TikTok? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's going to be fun, fun, fun till daddy takes the T-bird away. Yup. So before TikTok gets it, our patrons will get the episodes of um, uh, Abby and Penn, which is a new series just for patrons and Mm. TikTok subscribers. And do tell what that is. Uh, Again, it's another celebration of friendship. Um, uh, Corbett and I are huge fans of the episodic serial of NCIS slash Criminal Minds slash... We love these. We love them. We love them. We love them. And uh, so, of course, in the celebration of friendship, what would happen if Abby from NCIS and Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds were best friends and talked to each other through FaceTime? That's amazing. Just, and that's what it is. Yeah, that's so just helped fun. each other with cases. You take the quirky, nerdy research uh, girl who's like, you know, their version of, I guess, television's Manic Pixie Dream Girl, because that's about when that started. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. One's a little goth. One's a little um, con. No, yeah, uh, Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one's cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's yeah. goth. Yeah. 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 Love, it, love it. So that all comes in the package with the Patreons, along with all the other content that you produce. Mm-hmm. And holiday Correct. versions of the topic is, which is our little our little uh, nod to a t- talk show, a little talk show nod. <laughs> just any little talk show, it's a little talk show. I was nod. gonna say the View, but that's just not true. No, no, gross. Ew. No, oh, right? Ew. Yeah, like that's why I stopped. We, you see what I did? Uh, yeah. During the pandemic, Corbett uh, and I just started going online once a week, and people started hanging out with us, and then we started bringing on guests. And it became something that was like the best part of my week for a very long time. Um, so we still like doing it, but of course that's not sustainable. We're all we have to go back to work. We have lives we have to do. We're not. We just have other doing series this. to do. We, yeah, we have other things to do. And uh, so we thought that that's something that we could do. You know, very special holiday editions um, to our patrons on um, a. The, the specific tier and you know what the holiday is it remains to be decided mm-hmm. i love it Ra- rando holiday of our choosing Correct. that'll be great oh we've um, already chosen the next one we're very excited ooh. yeah and our patrons get to be in the show and that's what's so great oh, that's that we're great. doing the show with them specifically so they might even be brought on as one of the guests to ask us a, a topic uh we will be doing it with them and then it will go out public yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. If you mm-hmm. want to be a part of this, go find, wait, wait, Corey, uh, just go to Patreon and search for Corey. Patreon.com slash C-S-A-F-A-K. So Corey and Sarah, Corey, Sarah are famous. A-K, which stands for and Kyle. And Kyle. And, you know. Kyle Hammond, producer, director, everything else extraordinaire. Um, and Beard Man. Beard Man. And he threatened to beat me up Beard one Man. Day, but that's a different story. It was right after yeah. I made him mad. And then you... Th- jokingly threatened to leave and he grabbed the front of your shirt yeah yeah and almost lifted you off the ground and it was the funny kyle is the most patient mm-hmm. kind calm calm and he's much stronger than he looks he carries a lot of equipment <laughs> that man's man's got the guns man's got the guns now you both have been on the show and so you yes. both yes. know that when i finish the show that i have a segment that i like to do called same three questions right so I changed them because we hit the second season. And I was like, I need to change up the same three questions, right? And then I was like, but I've never done same three questions with two people. That might be whatever. So, and this is a whole different thing. So what we're doing now is the catching up with you trivia <laughs> questions. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. So... What I've done is I put together Trading three trivia up. questions for you, and you have okay. the option of working together as a team or competing against each other. <laughs> it will be three questions, and it will be all multiple choice. I don't want to go against you. That Great. sounds really Working as a team? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Great. Of course. So um, I'll ask you each. You will have... Three questions. There are multiple choice. If I think it's okay. going too long. There are multiple choice? Multiple okay. choice. Uh, okay. If I think it's going too long, I'll be like, all right, we're going too long. We're going to count down. Um, oh, and then okay. you get one point for each right answer. You get no points for every wrong answer. And if you win, you get a prize. <gasps> what? I like prizes. I know. All right. I love prizes. All right. So okay. question number one. Yes. In episode one, entitled Dominant Boob. Sarah's bra rips, exposing the underwire that begins digging into her boob. You two then go on an adventure for a replacement, during which Corey is introduced to the world of the good bra. In addition to lifting and separating, 
underwire bras can cause several medical issues. A medical report documented that wearing an underwire bra in the tropics can lead to severe vernacular meiosis of the breast caused by what flying insect? The Was fuck? it A, the tsetse fly, B, I hate those the tumbu fly, C, the midge fly, or D, the brundle fly? Can we use Google? No. No, we shouldn't do that. I can argue that's not a quiz. That's how fast can you look something up? The only one that I know the name of is Tsitsi because it's Tsitsi fly. Right, and it also sounds like titties, but that's not, <laughs> it's a titty right. fly, but we're, I don't think that's it. I don't either. Wait, what was the third one? The third one is the midge fly. See, that doesn't I'm gonna sound give you right now. That 20 sounds seconds. like you're... Okay, that's just Barbie's friend. Uh, right. So I think it's <laughs> what was uh, she always the gets drunk fly, on wine coolers. The <laughs> fly, the uh-huh. midge fly, uh-huh. or the brundle fly. See, brundle doesn't sound right either. You don't think? I was Eight go seconds, and then I'll need an answer. Okay. So I, okay, if you think that, then I'll go with that. I could be totally wrong. Well, we, then we'll both be wrong together. All right, fine. Let's go with D. Then. Ah, there we go. Okay. The brundle fly. Ah, that the sounds, brundle yeah. fly. This sounds like I should be carrying something. I, I hope it's the tsetse. I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is not the brundle fly. The blund, brundle fly is actually what we call a Jeff Goldblum once he's been transported over with a fly in his container. Oh, crap. <laughs> Good the to answer know. is the tumbu fly. The tumbu. The I was wondering about that one. The eggs and larvae from this fly are deposited well, in clothing, especially along the length of the metal uh, wires of an underwire bra, and can uh, only be killed uh, by applying heat through ironing. It is almost impossible ironing? when ironing a traditional underwire bra to achieve Where the required heat to kill the larvae deposited along the underwire. And who irons their bras? Only people who have those eggs in there. It's like having bed bugs, except the when they hatch, they burrow into your boob. Throw no. it away. No, where so is this? Where is this again? Where is this in again? The tropics. Tick, where? What tropics? All over Which the tropics. Tropic. Which uh, of cancer? I think of, the tumbu fly was said some, uh, was mostly in East Africa. Okay. Note so. to self. Yeah. Do not wear underwire in East Africa. Question number two. So you you got that one wrong. So you're you're well, yeah. You're uh, or did we? I feel like we all learned <laughs> something together. We? I feel like we all learned something. We found out okay. <laughs> that you don't go to the tropics with an underwear bra, apparently. Correct. Um, question number two: In the second episode of Corey and Sarah, famous entitled "Everybody's Got a Thing," we find out that Sarah's thing is that she hates it when people use false vibrato and when they when they sing. And Corey hates the song "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. <laughs> so- much. Hey, speaking of Jupiter, how many no. named moons does it have? Is it A, oh, 12, Jesus. B, 26, C, 53, or D, 77? How many I know named it's a lot. moons named moon? orbit Jupiter? I know that Jupiter has a lot of moons. That's We're the lot. only one a, that only 12, has one moon. B, 26. It's more than 12. C, 53. D seventy seven. What do you think? Twenty six or fifty three? What feels better in your gut? The first one. No. Twenty six. Fifty three. C. Is that your final answer? I guess so. Sure. <laughs> the answer is fifty three. Yes! Right. Yes! Excellent. One for one. One for one. Question number three. 
So, right, this is it. You got to get this to win, right? If you don't okay. get this. Well, you did get yeah, you one. one. That's that right. was right. One, one, so now we yeah. need two. Now you need two out of yeah. three. Question number okay. three. And finally. Okay. Got it. Okay. In the third episode of Corey and Sarah Famous, entitled, You've Got a Lot to Say About Share. While discussing yes. Eric Stoltz with Taylor Ray and Molly Brennan, Corey states that some kind of wonderful Stoltz was her boyfriend back in the day. Yes. Hey, speaking of dating, when determining oh, the age of prehistoric samples, how far what? back can carbon dating go? Oh, Is fuck. the answer A, 55,000 years, B, no. 2.5 million years, C, 75,000 years, or D, far enough for you to go fuck yourself? I would like to say D. I would love to say D, but what, but I think it's B, isn't it? There was a this was carbon a, dating is millions of years. This isn't was it? a plot point in what carbon dating only goes back to. Damn it! What the hell was that? I don't know, but it was obviously very. Oh, smart. so then I'll follow you. No, I don't remember. Fifty-five thousand years. Thank you. Two point five million years. Seventy-five thousand years. <laughs> Far enough to go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I like D. I love obviously. D. Uh, I feel like that is a correct answer, no matter what. True. Thing. True. What would be the second answer then? D, right. D is, <laughs> D is the correct answer in your heart. I want to go with B. I think. Two point five million. Mm. Let's do it. Let's go. Is for it more than that? that do you think? Does your gut say it's more than this that? This is for the cheese. Don't no. forget. This is for all the cheese. You don't know. We both like it. Let's do it. Because yeah. you said it couldn't be D, so uh, B right. feels good. If it can't be D, then it's B. So they're going for B. They mm-hmm. say that carbon dating can go back 2.5 million years. This is for the win. And the answer is... Please say yes. 55,000 years. Damn it! See? Dinosaurs uh, trick you every time because I thought so too. They do. And I was like, what? They trick me every time. And then you read up and you're like, oh, now I remember years and such. And you're like, yeah. Oh, wow. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that so much fun? It was so much fun. Thank you. It was fun, except we didn't win. I wanted the cheese. Yeah, yeah. I had no cheese. What was the prize? Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Just the the joy of of trivia. Anywho, um, Corey, Sarah, uh, you two are like uh, family to me, and I appreciate you coming to sit with me and hang out. And uh, thank you so much for letting me be a part of Corey and Sarah are famous. It's, it was Couldn't a great experience. Um, yeah. Oh, social media. Where can we find you? You can find us at Corey and Sarah on Instagram yeah. and Facebook and soon and Twitter. And t- on Twitter and soon on TikTok. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, my All God. Right. Well, that's it. Next week. Um, yeah, everyone, go find them and follow them and love them like you should. Uh, I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, thank you. Normally we fade out here. Uh, oh, we know we've got thank yous. Who should we thank? Uh, we should always thank Jason Moody for a kick-ass theme song. For an amazing uh, theme song that gets right. stuck in my head. And thanks to uh, old Corbett Pasco here for a three-question stinger that's normally there, but was not in this episode because we didn't do three no, questions. No, so you, but. they don't have any. It's, I, I do invisible songs. Hey, if they have been listening, they'll know. That's true. Um, so that's right. May have a good reason to go back and listen if you haven't. Um, so yeah, that's it. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to leave this. Fuck of off, man. See you later. Yeah, fuck off. Why don't you fuck off? I guess I'll just go fuck. Just off. far enough to go fuck yourself. Who the fuck are you? Blah blah blah. Big talk.